now this coming Sunday 1314 in Limerick will play host to the Brave Within Empowering Women to Rise it's described as the ultimate international Women's Day event that will leave you feeling empowered inspired and ready to conquer anything that comes your way and uh, we are joined by uh, Amanda Grace and Kira McCulloch who are two of the speakers at the event good morning to both of you good morning Alan how are you very well thanks very much to both of you for coming in so tell us more Amanda about Brave Within Empowering Women to Rise well if you don't mind Kira's Kira's baby right so I'm going to put Kira on the spot to give you that part okay well Kira you tell us about your baby yeah I suppose suppose one of the things that I wanted to do was create an event that brought women together to celebrate women to empower each other and together to to, to rise so it was born with the intention and the motivation to essentially just I suppose inspire women to know that they have the power within and it's as simple and as clear as that and one of the things is bringing amazing speakers such as Amanda um, on board to really share their stories because when we hear from people and their own real authentic stories uh, we get really inspired and I think that's kind of always going to be the centre point of anything that I do is just essentially just bring real stories, real people and real inspiration to people. Okay, so let's get a flavour of these real stories. Tell us a little bit about your real story. Yeah, okay. Well, how long have you got? (laughs) A bit bit of time. A bit of time. Well, my story goes back to as as, as much as I can synopsisize this as quick as I can. Um, Between the ages of 19 and 22, I had three attempts to end my life. And I suppose prior to that and after that, I would have been very much, my mind is broken. I can't keep doing this. My thoughts were consuming me. They were very negative all of the time. And I and I experienced and suffered from anxiety all the time. Um, previous to that, then, my, my dad had actually also died by suicide. So within our family, there was, I suppose, a big kind of uh, experience with mental health. Yeah. And I got to the point of 22 where I was like, right, I can go one way or the other. I can not talk, not open up, not ask for help. Or actually I could see what life would be like if I did. The opposite. And one of the turning points in me was was listen, was sitting beside my mother. Uh, I was in a hospital bed after the uh, third attempt in my life. And my mother was sitting beside me and I looked down to my left and I was like, I see a lot of relief in her eyes and pain, but relief. And I was like, oh, I can't keep doing this to her. And that was a turning point for me where I at that very moment realised that I had options and I chose and I and I always say that I chose to, to fight and to see what life would be like if it was fully worth living and since then that was 22 I'm 32 in two weeks time um, that's 10 years of a journey where I have befriended my mind and now it's the most powerful possession that I own and that's in synopsized version that's my story and that's what I want to convey to people that you get to choose and just because you're feeling whatever way you're feeling now there's always an option. There's always um, something that you can do. And one of the most powerful things is that you can choose to do it. That's lovely. It's a real sliding doors moment yeah. in your life. And, you know, the benefit of hindsight, you glad you chose the yeah, yeah. option A over, op- over mm-hmm. option B. Amanda, w- what about yourself, uh, your story? You, you, your family connection, uh, people may be familiar with your, your father. They might be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they might have guessed it from the surname. Yes, and in case it wasn't obvious, and it won't be to lots of people, they're like, what's her surname again? Uh, Amanda Grace. Amanda Grace, yes. So my father uh, was, or else when he was dying, he said, never refer to me in the past tense. So my father is Brendan Grace. And um, I'm delighted to be here with Kira and to be um, getting up on a stage on Sunday to very much like Kira, share with women kind of like what we really want to do or, and you know, as, as life coaches, we're in the business of pulling back the curtain 
and normalizing the human experience for women mm-hmm. and and showing you what's possible when you allow yourself to be wrong about you. You know, like um, Kira, I had a, a turning point moment. I, like I was 34 years of age before I actually met myself. And up until that point, I was whoever I thought you needed me to be so as not to be rejected by you or judged by you. And living my life that way led me into what I call now my crisis of wrongness. I was in the wrong for me job, wrong for me marriage, wrong for me home. I had the wrong for me friends. I was in the, I, you know, the wrong for me hair, the wrong for me body, clothes, everything. That everything must have felt, we, you know, when in the middle of all that to not even realise that you weren't living the re- the life of the real you. You were just conforming to others' expectations or whatever yeah. it might be. I used to I used to question I used to ask myself I used to watch people and I used to feel like I was pressed up against a pane of glass. And there was a pane of glass between me and the world. I, I, I couldn't connect. And I couldn't figure out why I couldn't. I, I thought I wasn't connecting because there was something wrong with me. But I wasn't connecting because I wasn't being me. And I used to look at other people and, and Uh, You know, I'd be like, how do they know? Like, from where within does the under... How do they know they want their bread toasted? Like, that's how bad it was for me. I did not know. Like, crisis. If somebody said, man, if I was staying in your gaff, Alan, you'd be like, well, do you want toast this morning? And I'd be like... And I'd be like, looking at how how convenient or inconvenient... Is, you know, is the toaster close enough that it, am I going to piss him off if I ask for toast? Am I going to God, that must have um, melted your mind that something as innocuous and small as toast everything kind of caused you to have such an existential everything, crisis. Everything, because I did not know from where within a person made a decision. Yeah. And my decisions were entirely based on what I believed would keep the, not rock the boat kind of it. I was t- always terrified of other people losing their shit on me. So what happened at 34 then? <gasps> Crisis. <laughs> <laughs> but I ended up in a therapist's chair, unable to speak for the howling that was coming out of me because I had just cornered myself. I was like, I, I don't know where to go. From. I don't know what I've done. I don't know who I am. Hmm. I don't even know how to answer the question. She was like, tell me who you are. I was like, I, I don't know where to start. I don't know. And and even if she would prod me, I'd be like, well, I'm a loser and I'm a this and I'm a that. And I had only bad things to say about myself. And I believed everything was true, everything that came out of my mouth. And I remember one time as well, because I'm also an artist. And that fact about me was also being kind of like cast aside because I thought that made me a loser, just a bigger loser. You know what I mean? Because this is my failing to grow up, hmm. you know, because I'm this I'm a creative, fun person. And I thought that I was supposed to be a serious person as an yeah, adult. an office job or whatever it might yeah, be. Yeah, the adults are serious and they don't mess around like I do, you know. Um, they're not playful in the ways. I'm, I'm very playful in a way that is very childish. I mean, my father w- literally managed to extend his school days. <laughs> right, that, right into, just as you said that him in the school 70s. uniform. Yeah, like Butler was a vehicle <laughs> for my father's free child. Yeah, yeah. And I very much have a free child and, and I didn't know how to fit her into adult life. But yeah, what ended up happening was very much like Kira. I, I ended up cornering myself with very bleak options. And it was literally like, are you going to, uh, I have, I, I say, are you going to own who you are? Or are you going to die? Because they are your choices. And you might die. That death might be psychological, emotional, and it might be physical. It could be all of those things. For Kira, it very, it very nearly became a physical death. Hmm. But so many of us are living dead. 
emotionally dead. I don't feel anything. Psychologically dead. It's like I don't believe anything good that comes out of my mind. Like at one point in my life, I was terrified to have kids because I honestly believed nothing of value could come out of me. God, that must That's have, where I, I can't was even at. begin to imagine how terrible that must have felt. Just it's horrific. Yeah. And it's also common. Yeah. yeah. And it also is optional. And I suppose then, uh, uh, so true what Amanda says, Kira, that it's so common, more, unfortunately more common than we would think. And for the event, there'd be women turning up, no doubt, who felt like that. Mm-hmm. And probably, you know, when you're in the middle of it, I'm sure maybe Amanda felt the same. It's like, I I'm, I'm feel like the only one going through this. It, it would be mm-hmm. comforting and, you know, mm-hmm. I suppose instructional for them to hear that others have gone through it and perhaps they can pick up tips or advice on, on how to get through it. 100%. And I think, you know, Sunday is going to be all around, yes, sharing our stories, but there's going to be practical tips that they can take away from oh, it. Oh yeah, we're not going to depress you. No, no, no. <laughs> it's going to be fun. There's a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think within it, it's like if you can listen to the two of us now, have fun, have the crack and, and know that actually we've come from, you know, the other side of it. Yeah. I think that's inspiring in itself to know that like you can sit there on Sunday and listen and and take yeah. away the things that have have gotten gotten us to the where we are now, mm. and that's the whole ethos behind the brave within. It's it's actually to to empower you to know that you have a choice, mm. but most importantly to empower you to be yourself. Yeah. Well, certainly both of you have given us a sense of your stories in I would say an upbeat manner. You know, <laughs> yeah, which yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, plenty. if you if you hear nothing else, it's that it is possible to be very wrong about yourself. Mm. In a way that will blow your mind, because you can be very wrong, and turn you can turn out to be a person, the person of your dreams, actually. And another speaker there is Trisha Lewis. Yes, yeah. I mean, her story as well. It's the same as ours. It's like she literally thought she was a loser, mm-hmm. yeah. and now she's incredible. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love I, I love watching her videos. Like she mm. brings. And she's just herself. I was just going to say the exact same thing. She's just herself. And it's just that shines true in everything that you see and everything that she does. It's just like she's just been herself. And it's absolutely awesome. And and that comes from taking responsibility of being wrong about herself. Yeah. And Mm. letting other people have their own experiences. And not just, I'm just just not going to control, try and control your experience of me Mm. anymore. Well, I'm sure it's going to be uh, a kind of, uh, an emotional but uplifting experience. That's the brave within empowering women to rise. It's it's taken place at uh, I don't know, is it thirteen fourteen or one three one four? Thirteen fourteen. Thirteen fourteen. I think in, in Limerick, <laughs> people will find it. Yeah, that's most people know it as. Uh, Flannery's. Ah, okay, very good. Okay, uh, and Flannery's, and that's taking place on Sunday. Um, how can people get tickets, Gare? Yeah, they can head to the mindsetacademy.com for tickets or onto uh, either mine or Amanda's page on Instagram. Um, I'm the Mindset Coach IRL, and Amanda is. I'm amandagrace.ie. And the link is there for tickets. So, yeah, loads of venues to get them. Yeah, and we have a DJ coming, and there's going to be loads of crack. Yeah. So, we're after offloading now the heavy bit. <laughs> That's out of the way. Yeah. And when we get there on Sunday, you know, it, like we're so excited. We were just yeah. out in reception there talking about the clothes we're going to wear. Yeah. And I was like, and me eyelashes and getting new eyelashes and all of that. So, yeah, there's Prosecco arrival. There's a bit of just networking, getting to know each yeah. other, find your community and um, just yeah. having and get your glad rags on. Yeah. And we're going to have fun. To mention a Prosecco now, that's that's probably <laughs> added a few uh, numbers onto the the attendance. Uh, look, I'm sure it's going to go very, very well. And it's great to see it's not the first event we've talked about around International Women's Day. It's great to see so much is happening uh, around that as well. My thanks to Kira McCulloch and to Amanda Grace. Thank, Thank you, you very very much, to both Anna. of you, Thank you. Uh, for coming.